This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Birther Uproar. The shocking claim that Kamala Harris can't be veep. Is the president fanning the flames? I heard it today that she doesn't meet the requirements. Then, bison attack. Oh my God. The beast tore off her jeans with his horns. She has no pants on? No, not anymore. And hero nurse, stricken with COVID-19. That's terrifying. She served on the front lines in New York. Then she went to Texas when cases soared there. Now she's just learned she's tested positive. Plus, the fiance who caught the virus right before the wedding. So the bride brought the ceremony to him. You're gonna kiss the bride. Then, the mom who chopped off her son's foot with a lawnmower. It was just a freak accident. And the truth behind Robin Williams' final days. Do I have Alzheimer's? Do I have dementia? What drove him over the edge? His widow speaks. He's having such a struggle remembering just one line. Plus, runaway car. It slammed right into a hospital, and she was trapped in the wreckage. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. I'm broadcasting from my home for the next couple of weeks since I was out of the state on vacation, and New York state law mandates that anyone coming in must quarantine for 14 days. It is good to be back with you. Just three days after presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden selected Kamala Harris as his running mate, a vicious false rumor says she is not eligible to run. It's reminiscent of the birther movement spread by then-citizen Donald Trump about Barack Obama. It wasn't true then, and it's not true now. Senator Harris was born in Oakland, but President Trump appears to be encouraging the rumor. There's uproar today over a new birther conspiracy aimed at Joe Biden's running mate, Kamala Harris. And President Trump is promoting the claim, which is being widely discredited. I heard it today that she doesn't meet the requirements. Uh, And by the way, the lawyer that wrote that piece is a very highly qualified, very talented lawyer. His son-in-law, Jared Kushner, was put on the spot on CBS this morning. Does the Trump campaign accept that Kamala Harris is a qualified candidate? Uh, He just said that he had no idea whether that's right or wrong. I don't see that as promoting it. But look, at the end of the day, uh, it's something that's out there. uh, And uh, again, I'm not studying it. Do you accept that she's a qualified candidate? 
uh, I personally have no reason to believe she's not. And here's the guy who started it all, constitutional scholar John Eastman. He wrote an essay in Newsweek questioning whether the first woman of color on a presidential ticket is eligible to run based on the immigration status of her parents when she was born. Plenty of people are calling this both racist and sexist. Quite frankly, the claim that this is racist or sexist because I raised the identical questions with respect to her that I've raised with respect to a large number of other people suggests that just because she's black or a woman, she should be exempt from the same kind of eligibility questions that everybody else faces. The Biden campaign is calling the birther movement claims abhorrent. Even a vocal opponent, Senator Lindsey Graham, posted she is unequivocally an American citizen. It's clear that Senator Harris was born in Oakland, California, and as such, she meets the qualifications for running for vice president and even for president. The brouhaha echoes those notorious false claims that President Obama was not eligible. I don't know why he wouldn't show his birth certificate. It amazes me. Trump is also dealing with a family emergency, rushing to a New York hospital to visit his younger brother, Robert, who is seriously ill. Robert was treated at Mount Sinai's ICU for over a week back in June. He's in the hospital right now, and hopefully he'll be all right, but he's... He's pretty, uh, he's having a hard time. And Trump's former fixer, Michael Cohen, has posted a sneak peek of his upcoming memoir, Disloyal. He writes, I knew the unguarded moments when he revealed who he really was, a cheat, a liar, a fraud, a bully, a racist, a predator, a con man. The White House has not addressed the specific claims in Cohen's book, but has called it, quote, fan fiction. Now, a heart-stopping moment caught on tape. A woman is violently attacked by a bison. And when you see the video, we think you'll agree, it is a miracle she's alive. It seems like a dream photo op as these sightseers come across a herd of bison. But this woman starts raising concerns. How close does she have to get? She seems fearless as she approaches the huge beasts. What the are you doing? Then... It all goes horribly wrong. Yeah. Oh my God, it got her. Yeah. Oh my God. The woman is tossed around on the horns of one of the beasts. She doesn't have any pants. She has no pants on? No, not anymore. Witnesses rush to help the stricken woman. Jesus. She got too close. Yeah. There's a buffalo out there with that woman's jeans hanging from its antler. And she is right here. You can see the genes hanging from the bison's horns. Eventually, this guy manages to retrieve them. Oh my gosh, there's her keys. We weren't sure if she was alive or if she was dead, but then she did finally move her hand a little bit um, as she was getting help. The accident at Custer State Park in South Dakota is the latest bison drama caught on camera. This youngster survived a bison attack in Yellowstone last year. And this Yellowstone visitor actually started taunting one of the animals. Stop this nonsense, okay? These are wild animals. Ron McGill of Zoo Miami. I think one of the things that makes bison so dangerous is that they don't really give you signs of getting agitated. You know, a cat will put its ears back, will snarl, do something like a bison might be grazing and then in a split second turn on you. The woman in the South Dakota attack was airlifted to a hospital, but reportedly escaped serious injury. She's for sure lucky to be alive. Oh my God. 
along with posted signs at the park warning guests not to get too close to the bison. The sheriff had just put on social media, remember, this is their park and we are their guests. So keep your distance. Now, one of the heroes in the front lines in the battle against COVID-19, a traveling nurse going from hotspot to hotspot to help save lives. Well, now she has tested positive herself. She spoke with Stephen Fabian. I've never seen so much death. She's one of the true heroes of the COVID crisis. Trinity Goodman, an ICU nurse, has traveled from hotspot to hotspot. Wherever she's needed, she goes. You feel almost like a soldier, like you're just going where you're needed into a war zone. She worked in New York back in May when it was the epicenter of the pandemic. Then she moved on to Texas where PPE was so scarce she had to improvise, covering her shoes with plastic bags. In Texas, I didn't have one single patient live. One patient, not not a single one of them survived. Through it all, she somehow managed to stay COVID-free. But just before our interview, the selfless 26-year-old got devastating news. This morning, I was told I was positive. You've seen so much death up close, and now you're positive with the virus. How scared are you right now? Um, I'm pretty scared. I've seen like I said, 30-year-olds not make it and 20-year-olds not make it. And now I'm, I'm also diagnosed with COVID. Luckily, Trinity says her symptoms are mild. She's quarantining at home in Indiana with her boyfriend, a doctor who is also tested positive. And amidst the heartbreak, the marching band from the University of Southern California plays on, rehearsing virtually. Keeping the fighting spirit alive. Now some terrifying video of an out-of-control car crashing into a hospital emergency room. One person was killed and several others were injured. We spoke with one of the victims who barely escaped serious injury. It's heart-stopping video. A Mercedes SUV hits a car, then crashes right into a hospital emergency room. Underneath those crushed doors, 29-year-old Kai Bailey. She was outside Piedmont Hospital in Atlanta when disaster struck. I saw the red SUV coming towards me, so I got up to run into the hospital. Of course, that is when the Mercedes hit me from behind. When she was struck, she just closed her eyes. When I opened my eyes, my first instinct was kind of like, okay, I'm alive, so let's try to get up. So I tried to move, but my legs and feet... They would not move. That kind of freaked me out. You can see hospital staff spring into action to lift the doors and rescue her. She broke both hips and her pelvis, not to mention cuts and bruises everywhere. The driver is said to have lost control of the Mercedes. Sadly, one person died in the crash, and a total of four people were injured, including Bailey. Her attorney, Jane Lamberti, accuses the hospital of not having the proper barriers. They're supposed to be what we called security posts or bollards, B-O-L-L-A-R-D-S, that allow wheelchairs and people to pass through, but prevent a car from crashing through. Bailey can't help but see the irony of it all, since she was at the hospital to visit a sick friend. I was going to go there, support her, drive her home if need be. Didn't know that I was actually going to have to be a patient as well. Atlanta police say the woman is not facing charges because she was not impaired. An investigation is ongoing. 
Six years ago this month, legendary comedian Robin Williams took his life. Now his widow is speaking out about how much he struggled in his final days, hoping to shed light on a little-known brain disease. Lisa Guerrero reports. It's the never-before-heard story of Robin Williams' nightmare demise told by his widow. I got a phone call. It was Robin, and he was, he was having a panic attack and he could not calm himself down. Susan Williams is now revealing Robin's terrifying two-year downward spiral in the documentary Robin's Wish. He's having such a struggle remembering just one line. Susan Williams said her husband, a brilliant comedian with an uncanny wit, knew that something was terribly wrong and battled to find answers right up until his death, even as he kept making movies. Director Sean Levy saw red flags while they were shooting Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. Robin would call me at 10 at night, at 2 in the morning, at 4 in the morning saying, is it usable? Is any of this usable? I saw his morale crumbling. I saw a guy who wasn't himself. Robin's Wish director, Tyler Norwood. We have a great story about the last bike ride he ever went on and the friend that he took with him on that bike ride and how he asked, what time is it? About like, you know, 10 times in two minutes, right? Like he was, he was veering into the road. The coroner revealed the 64-year-old comedian suffered from a little-known brain disorder called Lewy body dementia, a disease that ravages the mind and body. How terrifying could that be? It must be the most horrifying personal Armageddon of all. We spoke to Robin's pal of 40 years, comedian Rick Overton, who received a haunting text message. The last thing he said was, goodbye, sweet friend. Those close to Robin Williams hope this new documentary will shine a light on his brilliance and the terrible disease that took away the laughs. Smile, my boy. It's sunrise. The documentary Robin's Wish starts streaming on September 1st. And more proof that some jobs should just be left to the professionals. This man is lucky to be alive when a quick fix-it job nearly crushed him. His car fell off the jack, but fortunately, his wife was able to immediately call the cops. He's trapped and can't get out. You have a jack? Devin Haycock was working on a car in his Arizona driveway when all of a sudden, the jack propping the car up collapsed. I had just put my arms down and turned sideways, and that's when it fell. His wife, Kaylin, who's five months pregnant, watched in horror. It was pure panic. I mean, the scream that came after the car bounced down was absolutely terrible. Pinned under the car for more than five minutes, he could barely breathe. There you are. I mean, you were just lying there. What did it feel like? The car sitting there crushing my chest. I had just enough room to get small little breaths. Responding officers had no choice but to lift the 3,000-pound car with their own hands. It was the first time for both of us to be in anything like that, so we just knew we had to act fast and, and basically solve this problem. So uh, it, was, it was a life-and-death situation. Pull him out. Pull him out. Miraculously, he rolls right over with just some bruising. As for that car needing repair... I told him he's not allowed to get underneath the car ever again. <laughs> Never, never again. Yeah. Never, never, never. That's never why again. that's what you pay a mechanic for. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, the mom who chopped off her son's foot with a lawnmower. It was just a freak accident. Plus, 
the fiance who caught the virus right before the wedding. So the bride brought the ceremony to him. You're going to kiss the bride. Plus, mom swings and misses. But look who's laughing. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Every year, 80,000 people end up at the hospital after a lawnmower accident. 5,000 of them are children, and this little boy is one of them. He's had to relearn how to walk after he lost a foot when his mother accidentally ran over him with the lawnmower. With so many families doing chores together in lockdown, we've got some tips on how to prevent a freak accident like this from happening to you. It happened in a split second. It was just a freak accident, honestly. Six-year-old Jonah Douglas ran up behind his mom while she was cutting the lawn on a riding mower. Then she backed up. He must have come around this direction. I never did see him, ever. I looked back and Jonah was back there and he had he was kind of stumbling back on one leg and screaming and I looked down and his uh, his foot had been partially severed. Luckily, Mom Bethany is a trauma nurse. My mind kind of split very evenly between like nurse mode and mom mode. Jonah was rushed to a Missouri hospital and had to have his foot amputated. His parents and doctors are amazed by his positive attitude. Guess what? What? On Friday, I'm going to the store and picking out the color I want for my leg. Mowing the lawn can be a dangerous job. Reporter Allison Hall spoke to home safety expert Jason Cameron. When you're using, whether it's a rider mower like we're going to use or a push mower, you want to make sure that all kids are well removed from the area or indoors to be absolutely safe. You start talking to me, I can't hear you, especially with this running. So while I'm doing the mowing, I also want to completely scan constantly while I'm mowing to make sure there's nobody else around me. Really important. As for young Jonah, he's making progress in leaps and bounds, walking on his prosthetic foot and having lightsaber fights with his brother. And when mom is blaming herself for what happened, Jonah is there for her. He just said, Mama... That was my stinkiest foot. That was my worst foot. I don't miss that foot. You shouldn't miss that foot. Jonah, you are a superhero. That's so awesome. Good job. Are you done? Jonah's family got rid of the lawnmower, but they say they will get another one in the future because they know this was just a freak accident. When we come back, a man says, I do, from his COVID-19 hospital bed. His wedding was canceled because he was in the hospital battling COVID-19, but his bride says you can't stop love. This bride is walking down the aisle at a hospital as her fiancé fights for his life against COVID-19. She looks beautiful in a white wedding dress, and he's dressed in a tuxedo T-shirt. Grace Lyman and Carlos Moniz were set to get married last month, but the week they were supposed to tie the knot, he got sick. Carlos was diagnosed with the coronavirus and within days was admitted to the ICU at Methodist Hospital in San Antonio. COVID did cause a lot of damage to his lungs. Both lungs collapsed twice. A nurse suggested a bedside wedding to lift his spirits. When I brought up that suggestion to them about getting married here, to me it was just as much as a part of his therapy and getting him better and giving him kind of the motivation and, and 
and helping his spirit so he could continue to recover. So Grace put on the wedding dress she planned to wear at their original ceremony. Grace, how are you feeling walking down that hospital aisle? Yeah, I was speechless and at first I didn't realize I was walking super fast uh, because I was very nervous at the same time, but it was just, just seeing him there waiting for me and just the way he looked at me, it was just wonderful. The hospital even made an exception to allow Grace and Carlos's parents and children in for the ceremony. You may kiss the bride. There was not a dry eye in the room. <laughs> We'll be right back. Check this out. You got this. A mom is practicing her golf swing. <laughs> <laughs> Even her baby's not impressed. 18 months old and already a tough critic. That <laughs> that baby grows up to be a golfer. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe. And we'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.